everything is working correctly. That is amazing. Welcome, everybody, to another Wheelchair Wednesday. Uh, my name is Wheelchair Rick. I'm a T3, T4 paraplegic. And we have yet another brave soul that's going to join us to talk to us about their life in a wheelchair and how they deal with it day-to-days and such. Um, but before we do that, I'm going to play a video from our next guest, followed right by the intro, then we're going to jump right into it. So let's go ahead and play this next guest's video. Check this out. Today's guest, if you guys couldn't tell, uh, I mean, he was in a, a sweet wheelchair. This thing could go pretty much anywhere you want to as long as you got the arm strength. Um, I mean, he was towing a canoe behind him. That's something that you're not going to see every day. Let's just go ahead and talk to him about it. Let's get up for Mr. Ben Hunsinger. How you doing, Ben? There he is. What's hey, happening? Hey. hey, how are you guys? Thank you for having me doing good um i i own and operate spartan wheel chariots nice um before we get into the whole wheelchair thing because i know that's it's 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 awesome man i mean what you do these things are 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 super duty off-road like manual chairs uh tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became uh in a wheelchair and in your accident and such all right um so I'm Ben Hunsinger, I'm 36 years old. I'm a T4. I've been paralyzed for this next month will be 14 years. And uh, I, when I got paralyzed, I was using a regular manual wheelchair and I thought, man, these things aren't really that awesome anywhere off road. So how can I make this better? Um, and I, I could get more deep into the story from that point on, but that's who I am. I'm a school teacher now. I just got my bachelor's degree last year. Um, and I live in Thomasville, Georgia, which is uh, southwest Georgia, right above Tallahassee. Nice. Now, I know that we talked a little bit before we went live um, about you being a school teacher. Why don't you go ahead and tell us? uh kind of what drove you to being a school teacher and kind of what you what you teach and, and the students and stuff like that so far as you've seen so far thanks for that chair brandon appreciate you uh, i i always wanted to be a teacher and so when i when i um uh, it's crazy how it all happened actually but I, i've always had a passion to help people and teaching i've always remembered this uh high school English teacher I had and I just liked his life man you know he was all into fishing and to me I always looked at teaching as a good retirement job you could have a career at right you always hear people talk about the, about the benefits and it's true you have the state health benefit plan um, and then once I got paralyzed I was kind of geared towards something that was less physically demanding of a job like versus going out and cutting timber 
I mean, you could get up in a tractor if you if you wanted to, but it's a job. So uh, something that was um, I could you know do in a wheelchair. And teaching, I've always wanted to be a teacher, uh, and I never really believed in myself until later in my life. And uh, after I graduated from with my associate's degree in drafting, I thought, man, I gotta. I'm not making money off the wheelchairs. I got to do something else. Right. And uh, my first first interview as a draftsman, just I face planted. Um, so long story short, I went into the education field, started studying education, and became a uh, middle school teacher. And I, I've always loved the great outdoors. And right now, I got so lucky. I'm I'm te teaching about earth science, which is how the earth works, about space. Plate right. tectonics, volcanoes. I'm trying to pure alley, cool huh? stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's totally the best thing ever. Like, yeah. And you said you teach, uh, what's that, sixth grade? I'm a sixth grade science teacher, yep. Yep. Um, so I'm going to jump into my next question that I had on here. Um, would you walk if you could? So this is more of a question like if you can go back – you know, when you got injured, would would you start completely over and keep going on where your life was headed, or would you stay where you're at, kind of now, taking what you've learned and everything else? Well, what I, okay, when you say would you walk again, does that mean I, I have control over my bladder and bowels and walk? No, so this walk? is like, yeah, this is like, okay, so like it's kind of complicated, sort of, but like when you when you had your accident, right? This is going all the way back. Uh, when you had your accident, you take away everything you've done right now, making the wheelchairs and everything else that came from you being injured. So let's say that day or that night you didn't get in that accident. Would you go back yeah. and live your life the way it was then and take away everything you've done so far now? Or would you keep going the path that you're on? That's such a great question, man. Um, you know, it all led me to where I'm at now. And I tell you guys, I don't know if I ever would have been able to have the, the quality of life. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have very hard days. I have days where I come home just kicking mad. I'm mad and, you know, just I'm not fun to be around. Um, but I don't know if I would be where I'm at right now. You know, I wouldn't want to change going back to that day. To, and I wouldn't want to lose everything I've got right now. Right. So if somebody said, would you give up everything? Would you give up your wife, your stepkids, your house, everything you've got to go back to that day and start again and, you know, not have that accident? I've come too far, man. It's not worth going back to that day and time yeah. to me. Don't I feel get me it. wrong. Yeah. I'm with you. Walking is a, walking's a great thing. But, it's overrated. Know. Right, right. Yeah. No, it's it's a hard question. I ask everybody that comes on here. I ask that question too, and it's it's uh it's something you got to think about. You know what I mean? I mean, depending on where you're at in life, I've had I've had guys that are you know weren't that new into it that are like, yeah, absolutely, I would. But then again, it's just that it goes to show you not everybody's life's the same. Not everybody takes it the same way. Um, and you know, I hope that. By me doing this and us doing this, this gives somebody else a reason to say, you know what, maybe maybe I could do this, or maybe we should do this, or I could try that, or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. 
so my next question to you is the dating or married you said you you have a wife right um how yep. did that come about did you meet her after your injury or were you guys together or yeah i met her after my injury we met uh so three... it is possible for somebody that's paralyzed to find a wife boom no, there's been other oh, people, yeah. but a lot of people, they, I see them get down. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just see you know, so many people get down on dating and stuff. That's why I made, that's why I had to do this, this question. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you're good, brother. It's, I've seen that too. And I think a lot of people in wheelchairs that use wheelchairs, I've met, um, you get a chip on your shoulder when the first 12 girls walks away or is not interested, but, um, Really, if you're living, if you have a quality life, you know, I think that's what they're magnetized to. Right. Um, if you're out living your best life, man, you'll find you a girl. There's no doubt about it. I mean, if anything, you've got an advantage. You've got your ice is already broken to be able to have a conversation about. I mean, God, if you have a service dog, dude, you know, you you got a way oh, to talk to girls. Dog? Oh, yeah. You're good to go. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you might as well put a little piece got. of paper on him with a pencil that says, write your number down and put it back in the dog's pocket and he'll bring it to me. Yeah, you, they, you, it's all about how you play your cards. It really is. Um, I met my wife four years ago. I was actually getting my oil changed. Now, I'm talking about I've been through girl after girl, bad relationships, um, just could never find the right girl, man. And I, I, I settled a few times with girls that I just – you know, was, was lonely and wanted to have a girlfriend and I right. uh, didn't, it, it was not good. And took what you could get. Yeah. And now, um, I've got the most amazing wife ever. Um, she is a rock. And, uh, so we met post injury. I'd been paralyzed 10 years and, uh, you know, I, looking back, I think it was good that I, I kind of, focused more on what I was going to do in my life. And then she showed up. If that helps anybody out there, it, you don't have to have the girl to live your best life. It's live your best life. And the girl said you. who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Love yourself solo and move forward with that. You know, absolutely. I, I'm a firm believer that, uh, I don't think anybody can love you until you love you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's like a aura thing. Uh, next one I want to ask you is what is your biggest pet peeve about being in a wheelchair? Um, dang, that's a great question. Uh, there's probably more than one, but the first thing that pops in my mind, uh, <laughs> this is stupid. When somebody leaves their shoes laying on the ground oh. and I hit it, like, you know, yeah, I'm like, do. you don't understand that. what. People like my wife, she puts her, sometimes she's taking her clothes off in the bathroom and left it. And I have a routine, like you pull forward and back up to get out the door. And then there's a pair of shoes there. And I'm like, God dang, you know, you just don't understand stupid stuff. Right. Um, Especially the casters. Like so, if, you, if you got the manual and then you got the front casters that are wrapped up. I mean, the backs, you can kind of power over stuff, but those casters, you got to either pop a wheelie or spin them off or something. And even me in the power chair, man, sometimes they get stuck behind the casters. Then I'm just dragging the damn thing across the the floor or something, trying to get it up. It's horrible. Whole, wholeheartedly and understand. Also, also too, you know, I, I gotta give a shout out to people that park 
can handicap spots that are not uh, using it for a medical purpose, you know, that are just lazy or whatever, you know, I gotta, I, I usually park out in the middle of the parking lot anyways, cause I, I don't want to deal with people parking close to the crane. Yeah. But uh, that's something that, you know, just sorry people, sorry people is a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm, and I'm sorry too. too. Anyway, so, yeah. You know, for sure. They're, they're everywhere. I mean, that's why I've started getting so used to just, uh, like, if there's no handicap spots or somebody takes them over. And I just, I mean, they always go over the lines. You know I mean? They're never, like, perfectly spaced. So what I'll do is I'll just go out and I'll literally park my van cockeyed sideways. So I'm taking up two lanes and there's no way to block my ramp. So my ramp can come out and I can get out without having a car next to me. Um, I've done that a lot. It seems to work pretty well. Now, don't follow my advice, guys. I don't want to get you in trouble with your car towed, but that's just kind of what I do. Um, so my next question to you is what is something that you wish you could do like now that you can't know more that you used to be able to do? Uh, running. I was a, I was a big runner, uh, for stress and, um, you know, I go on pushes now, but that's just the first thing I think of. I would, I would take off in a sprint if mm -hmm. I could walk again today right now i, I remember just, just getting that good that. sprint in yeah just letting it all go yeah. you know as much as you could yeah. yeah yeah i was never really a runner but i i know the feeling of running like i i remember the feeling of running um i remember what it was like to to feel your muscles hurting or just you know being stretched and and your lungs expanding and um it's definitely a feeling that you know you can miss definitely for sure thanks for all those shares guys and those likes appreciate it uh all of our viewers at home um and this is a live show like if you guys are in you guys got a question for me or ben just type it in and we'll we'll be happy to to ask it uh as long as it's worth asking next question i got for you ben is let me do this one actually it's not really a question that i have on here but it's on here what type of wheelchair do you got and do you have a name for it Good question. I do. Um, I have a Spartan chariot and it's, I've been in, I've been using my own wheelchairs for probably close to six, seven years now. Um, and it's, it's named a Spartan chariot. I, I was in a, a high school with, we were the Campbell Spartans and my high school looking back, it gave me a lot of my core strength to who I am. So I wanted to kind of pay homage to that and right. Spartan to me embodies that. Um, and plus the movie 300, you see those guys. I mean, that's that's the way the Spartans were. They were uh, no quit, never die attitude. And that was right. what I felt like I had to that I lived the journey I went on to learn how to weld, to create my own wheelchairs. Um, it took I, I kind of became a monster for a while. I mean, I wouldn't say monster, but uh, I was a very uh, passionate and uh, I was consumed by this dream I had, and it took a lot of um, grit and determination to not stop when things weren't right. Right, for sure. So it's a Spartan chariot. Nice. Um, what about your pain levels? What kind of pain do you got? I'm one of the lucky ones, brother. I, I Once I got out of the hospital, I didn't have much pain. Um, now, don't get me wrong. If I sit on a hard surface for a minute, my back starts killing me. But um, for the most part, I'm pain-free. If I've had some shoulder 
situation going on ever since I got hurt. I think it's something inside the scapula that's some kind of inflamed muscle every now and then. But for the most part, uh, nothing. Right. Hey, you got lucky there. Harold Force had never given. That's right, buddy. Um. So, yeah, man, I, I envy that. I definitely wish I did. I, I got two stabilization bars holding my spine together in T3, T4. So it's a little painful uh, throughout the day. But, um, I mean, right now, you know, you got you got the, the, the gabapentin and the pharmaceuticals, which I wish I didn't have to take. But, oh, that's right, Stan. That's right. Sorry, Stan. That's just what your name says. You should put that on there. Stan, I got something for you tonight, too. Hang in there. Appreciate everybody watching. Um, let's see. My next question for you is, what helped you the most after your injury? Mm, exercise. Exercise to clear my head, man. I, I guess I've always been somebody that is just very stressed out a lot. And I think that going out to, like, nature trails and stuff near my house with my dog, seemed like that that gave me the best medicine um writing and drawing were nice. great looking back on it um did that kind of influence you to start building those chairs because that's what you love to do and you had to get back out into it yeah man i'm telling you i used to drink coffee every morning and i would get my writing pad or my notebook and i would just draw um, I, I wasn't that great in school growing up. I learned how to draw good from drawing in class. And I, I'd use that, uh, to start drawing in 3d and, and putting all these ideas I had on paper and then taking it to the hardware store with me and, and seeing what worked, what didn't work. So right. exercise and, and, uh, yeah, exercise was, was a big thing for me. Nice. Yeah. I'm starting to get back into that myself. Uh, it does kind of once you get that blood pumping and you start thinking about it, kind of clears your head, gives you a minute. Um, what is your? Well, I guess we already kind of covered that. What was your hobbies before and then after your injury? I mean, do you still kind of do the same things you used to do, or did you have to switch it up a little bit? Or yeah, um, I I like to fish um, and and exercise like run and I, I was loved hunting. Um, I was living up near um, Atlanta for a long time and. I got hurt down in Florida and it was kind of out in the woods. And anyways, I, I continued the same life that I had. I, I, I had to make some adjustments along the way of where my wheelchairs were kind of lacking, like my standard tie light. Right, right. It, it wouldn't let me roll out wherever I wanted to. Um, so I do everything and then some, um, yeah, and we're going to put know, the links just so everybody knows in the description. So, I mean, if anybody's interested in checking out the website or looking at the chairs, or and they're, they're super affordable. I mean, what, what's your base model go for? Like 750 Yeah, 750 bucks yeah. to get you an outdoor, reliable, manual wheelchair that, I mean, if you get this thing stuck, that's you must be in some muck. You know what I mean? Cause that thing's bad. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I put that video at the beginning of the, the this interview just to kind of show people and give people the idea. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. I, I started selling them for 500. I still hate to say that they're 750 because you know, the reason I started doing this was to help people. Um, I, I figured out how to make one 
from going to Home Depot and cutting old wheelchairs apart, putting them back together. Right. Um, but I mean, still with your time and so, effort, you got to make something. Yeah. I mean, people understand that. Yeah. It's basically, it just keeps the hardware on the shelf and gives me gas money. I, that's it. I, right. I don't make anything off of it other than to keep resupplying myself over and over. Right. And that's all I ever wanted to do. Yeah, it reminds me of a friend who you kind of do it because you see the person's face when they're so ecstatic when they get the finished product, and you're like, you know what, that right there was payment enough. It's admirable, yeah, totally, man. man. Yeah, it's admirable, uh, for sure, to say the least. Um, so my next question is travel. Do you travel? Uh, do you like traveling? How do you travel? Yeah, bro, tra traveling and checking out other places and cultures is so such a cool thing that I don't get to do a lot of now in life. Um, but one day I would love to go spend time in places that, you know, you get to check out the local scene, like Anthony Bourdain style and just go eat places. And, um, nice. so traveling, traveling's tough, man. Um, because you got, I have to take a toilet chair everywhere with me. Yeah. Um, that's kind of a pain in the butt. That's a, that's a pet peeve. I'm, I've been talking about making myself my own, portable cool toilet chair for a while i need to make it man um, if you come up with that let me know something we could just fold up and slap in the back of the van instead of like a, a whole thing you know what i mean because right now like the one i got yeah. you can't like take it apart it doesn't it's just one big thing and it's just this gray like yep grandma yep. edition <laughs> it's like this is the best we can come up with what I gotta have some camouflage. Like, oh, I know. This is not Slap a paint job on that boy or something. Jeez. Right. It's already degrading enough what we gotta go through to use a bathroom. Let's let's make it cool, man. All right. Make it like, so when I'm pulling it out of my van, people ain't looking like, oh, it must be Grandpa Joe in there or something. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yep. What's up, everybody? Thanks for that share, Ben. Uh, what's happening, everyone in the chat? So. I guess I have one last question for you. Um, what advice would you give to somebody who's been newly injured? So like I said, like before we went live, um, you know, when we wake up in that hospital bed and the first thing I did was I, like I said, I went to YouTube to look that person clicks on your video. What's the first thing you want to tell them uh, for like a piece of advice? I know it's hard. I know it's painful. Um, but I can just tell you from my experience, um, it's going to teach you something about life that you are lucky to have had this happen to you. You'll have a quality of life that I can't say that I know a lot of people do that haven't been through a situation like we've been put in. And when I say quality of life, I mean, you, you appreciate things at a different level. Um, I'm not saying it's easy. It is hard, but that hard is what develops you as a person into somebody that down the road, you're going to appreciate this happened to you. I've, I rarely meet anybody that has had our traumatic experience and um, say that they would do it all differently that most people I know, and I'm, I'm living proof of one that went from, I was, I was broke. Barely got out of high school, had no college education, and now I've made a life for myself after my injury 
um, by making good decisions. And the emotional support is out there. If you are willing to put in the time and effort to get well, and I've heard us saying, learn how to embrace the suck. Mm-hmm. Um, you can really go a long way. There's the, there's a saying, the world is your oyster and you can literally do anything with your life you want to do still. Um, yeah, you might have to make some adjustments here and there on what kind of, uh, hobbies and lifestyle you're living. Um, considering your, you know, situation, but you can still live a quality of life that's worth, um, your your presence as a human being on earth you're still worth everything you ever were you're you're somebody and nobody can ever take that from you your spirit that lives in you that's it's not breakable and you have the decision every day of how you want to make your life and if you if you want it it can happen and i can tell you that from my personal experience and what i went through Nice. I like it. I like it. Well, Mr. Bent, thank you so much for sticking around with us today and talking a little bit about what you got going on and uh, your life as you see it in a wheelchair. Um, like I said, what we're going to do is we're going to share all, all of your, your links and everything else. Uh, my buddy Stan, even in the comments, said send a pick of one, maybe able to help with ideas. He's a, a fabricator, auto guy, does all kinds of different, you know, stuff with old cars and stuff too he's 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 badass so we're gonna talk to him we might be able to come up with something all work together and kind of triangulate something you never know that's kind of what i like about these things that's why we do the lives um so i'm gonna put that in there the description for everybody to to kind of click on and check you out we'll, we'll take care of that here in a little bit um and then besides that we were gonna keep up with you um, so it might be six months from now, we might hit you back and say, Hey, how's everything going? How's everything been? Um, kind of keep you close in the family. Welcome to the wheelchair mafia. You know what I mean? <laughs> so besides that, what do you want to leave people off with Ben? Oh man, God bless all of you. And thank you for your time. And if you ever need somebody to get you outdoors, I make an affordable off-road wheelchair. And that's what I'm here to do is help you. Nice. Appreciate it. All right, everybody, thanks for watching. Um, if you are some of our fans tonight, if you're watching live at 7 o'clock, we do have uh, something good going on around 7 p.m. Check us out. For everybody else that's watching us on podcast or listening to us on podcast, watching us on YouTube, check us out for the next Wheelchair Wednesday. Until then, I'm your host, Wheelchair Rick. For Mr. Ben Hunsinger, thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.